Hi, I'm Raphael Honigstein, and you're listening to the Bavarian Podcast Works. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this really, really weird episode of Bavarian Podcast Works. Uh, we don't have a game to talk about. We don't have any games coming up to talk about. We don't have anything to recap. We are just here because we we are we don't really have much else to do. For all of the people that are listening to this 25 years down the line, when I inevitably take this episode and shove it inside of a time capsule, uh, hello. And this is all because of a mass pandemic going on that has shut down the entire world, and included in that is the world of sports of every variety, except apparently the UFC and the WWE, because if there's one sport that I can think of that's the most hygienic, it's definitely one that involves two sweaty men or two sweaty women rolling around on a gym mat. Uh, I am here with Tom Adams. Uh, Tommy, how are you doing and what are you drinking tonight? Because at this point we're on day uh, day five to day seven for quarantine, depending on when you started in the United States. Uh, so yeah, at this point we're all drinking. So what do you got? Yeah, obviously, as you said, very trying, very difficult times, very historic times. You know, life as we know it um, has basically come to a screeching halt, and it's definitely a time that's that's difficult for everyone to get through. At the time we're recording, it's Friday evening right now. I actually uh, myself have had work uh, every day this week. I, I manage a gym uh, for a living. So basically, when we closed, we've been uh, using this time to deep clean uh, the gym to make sure everything gets a- as clean as possible for when the time comes for us to be able to reopen. Um, so currently right now it's Friday evening. I don't have to go in tomorrow or the next day. Uh, so I am enjoying a nice glass of 337 Cabernet Sauvignon. It's one of my favorite red wines, uh, preferably to have with a meal, but it was just one of those things. Uh, just kind of felt like pouring it after dinner because it's a little bit of a de-stressor. Um, just want to kind of disconnect from reality for a little while um and it's good to be back on the podcast it's been a couple of weeks the circumstance is a a little bit different but nonetheless happy to be back and just enjoying this wine and uh having a chat with you and all of our listeners i meanwhile am drinking a uh an ipa called coasting by a brewery up in maine called mast landing brewing company and i've paired that with a bourbon because you know what I don't have enough brown liquid in my life in order to get me through this entire uh this entire thing. So, obviously we're all in a very weird, very rough spot. Um I hope that you are all well. I hope that your families are well. I hope that you are doing the best and doing right not only by yourselves but by society as a whole. I hope you're staying inside and flattening the curve. And for uh, those of you that are inside that, like me, have uh, severe uh, 
mental or behavioral problems. I hope that you are uh, checking in with other people constantly because um, as much as this staying inside to flatten the curve thing is incredibly important, uh, I can tell you from firsthand experience that it's very dehumanizing, very stressing, and very depressing, and very trying. So the one thing that I've kind of grown to notice throughout all of this is that we're really trying to build each other up to get through this more than we are just kind of making it every man for themselves, and that's a testament to the uh, the current uh, situation that we are all in. It's a very, very weird one. In any normal situation, I would be out on my spring break, uh, I would not have been going down to Florida and partying it up with all of those idiots that are uh, still out on the beaches of Miami uh, gathering together uh, like a bunch of, I'll, I'll put a bleep in, uh, like a bunch of f***ing idiots. Um, and normally I would be uh, trying to look forward to going back to classes, but uh, I was sent home from school so it'll be interesting to see whether or not uh, I get to graduate uh, in person or have commencement in person uh, or have it a couple of months from now many months from now or if we just do it online and it's the most anticlimactic thing in the world Uh, but we all do have some positives because as I was sitting in uh, in my room on one of the more depressed days that I had had, I had started to think about how good everything was going to feel when we all got back together and everything returned to normal because I imagine that the entire world, which uh, for most of us, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, will be coming into summer, uh, we'll all be going outside really happy and feeling amazing because... Because uh, the world came slowly back to normal, even though things aren't going to be the same after this. But we all know that they're at least going to get better. The sports are going to come back. Uh, MLB is going to have its opening day, and spring will finally arrive. Uh, Hockey will come back, and they will have the playoffs along with the NBA. And more importantly, all of the soccer will come back. Manchester City will have itself a 25-point comeback and make sure that Liverpool doesn't win the Premier League title, which is something we can all love, including Tom. Uh, But more importantly than all of that, we can get back to the task at hand. We can have Bayern Munich go ahead and win the treble this season because... One of the things that I guess we can go into and we can talk about is how before all of this happened, Bayern Munich had all of the momentum in the world on their side. Yeah, sure, we only beat Augsburg 2-0, but, you know, a 2-0 win against Augsburg is just another three points going to try to pick ourselves up everything. And not to mention, we were about to batter Chelsea even more than we already did at Stamford Bridge with a 3-0 lead on aggregate. And uh, then we had to go and play, uh, I believe it was, what, Eintracht Frankfurt in the DFB Pokal, and that would have made it a little bit easier for us. We were all hoping that uh, Saarbrücken would have been able to come out and uh, beat Leverkusen, which 
could still be on the cards, but for now, all of that is paused. Uh, so, Tommy, uh, Byron's momentum was really all out in front of them, and of course, this stoppage is going to change that a little bit. When Byron does come back, because we will come back, um, do you think that they will have an easier or a harder time going back into the swing of things than uh, than they had been before. By before, meaning, like, I don't know, the winter pause, because we hadn't had a stoppage of this amount of time in the middle of the season outside of that. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned all of that. You know, you really know who your true friends are, and it, it's amazing that during this time, I can really tell who my, my best friends are because I've had a lot of them giving me plenty of banter by just reminding me that the two teams I support in Bayern Munich and Liverpool, <laughs> they're they're checking in on me, and I put that in quotes, uh, checking in on me by letting me know how much momentum was lost from a Bayern perspective by the whole COVID-19 outbreak, and then, of course, letting me know that, oh, there's this possibility the Prem could be uh, null and void and Liverpool could miss out on the title, which they're 25 points ahead right now. Uh, so it's glad to know that my friends are thinking of me, not not asking, if I'm, not asking me if I'm okay, but just reminding me of those two things. But uh, that's neither here nor there. You know, banter keeps the world going around. That's just the mentality um, I like to keep during this time. And don't worry, that banter is fired right back to them, uh, especially because they support clubs that are, aren't doing anything near what either Bayern or Liverpool are doing. Um, but as you mentioned, obviously Bayern, the such a fantastic rook run to so many positives. Uh, a few that come to mind. Uh, Joshua Zerksy coming in and stepping up uh, in the wake of Robert Lewandowski coming down with that knee injury after the Chelsea match. Uh, Thiago coming into true fruition of the player he was in seasons past, you know, uh, with Yashua Kimmich acting as that number six or that holding midfielder giving Thiago all the, the freedom and the license to roam forward and create uh, and, and use all of the magic that he can. And I, I think we've really shown that. Uh, and just the way that Bayern have been playing this back four, I know we've talked about it so much in the past, but Alfonso Davies at left back, Alaba as a center back, Boateng next to him, uh, and then Benjamin Pavarda, that right back. I just think those are some of the uh, big key takeaways that we can look at from the Rook Runda and just how much Hansi Flick got right. Um, but... To look on the other end of that question, my only concern is that with this uh, large pause uh, due to the virus, you know, every team is going to have an equal chance at recovery. Every team is going to have an equal chance at getting players back um, who were on the sidelines with long injury layovers. Um, yes, for us, we will have Robert Lewandowski back. Uh, we will probably have a 100% Kingsley Coman, and depending on when this thing all blows over, we could potentially even have uh, Nicolas Sula back training, and um, or I should say full team training, and, and be ready for uh, match a uh, match squad contention when, by the time that we actually <laughs> kick another ball. We, we just don't know when that's going to be. You know, the Premier, or excuse me, I should say the FA, all professional leagues in England they've announced will not resume earlier than April 30th, and uh, I'm curious if the, the DFL and the DFB will follow suit. I don't believe they have yet. I think April 4th was still... Uh, the earliest buy date. Uh, so a lot of these teams will have players back, and it pretty much does put everyone on an equal playing field in terms of training, so to speak. You know, a lot of these, pretty much 
I would say all of the training facilities are closed, and it's up to the uh, the players individually in the squads to do the training, um, whether it's at their homes or private uh, gyms or you know outside running, whatever it is that they're they're doing. But I the only concern I have moving forward is that um, you know everyone is having as much time to train, regenerate, recuperate, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But I will say that I have full confidence and full faith in Hansi Flick that he is keeping in touch with his staff and his players on a daily basis, um, nailing down the nitty-gritty and the specifics of what it is uh, he wants each and every player to be doing, uh, tactics, uh, you know, when you come back, when you're getting on the ball, practice doing this and this because we're going to be uh, doing X and O once the, the training facility is open and we can be- get back to full team training, et cetera, et cetera. I have every bit of confidence in the world that Hansi Flick is, you know, doing everything he can in his power to keep in touch with his players, his staff, so that everyone is on the same page. I'm sure they use devices or, excuse me, applications like WhatsApp or, you know, different messaging apps, uh, telephone calls, video messaging applications where they can all communicate with one another. Uh, and I have absolutely zero doubt uh, that everyone will be back on the same page when. Um, you know, everything is blown over and it's deemed safe to resume training and resume playing again. Um, so while I do think that every team will surely be looking at this from an opportunity uh, to close the gap on Bayern to get, um, you know, as much time to regroup um, and regather themselves as everyone else, I, I do think that Bayern are going to pick up exactly where they left off, whether, you know, that first match is going to be against Union Berlin as the schedule um, currently reads before it ended or if uh, Champions League is going to get pushed back. I'm not too sure what that's going to look like. Um, But yeah, to close that, I just think that Bayern, this momentum is going to pick up exactly where it left off. Yes, some other teams might start to get some momentum, but I just don't think that uh, Bayern are going to uh, waver or, or taper off from where they left off. I have every bit of confidence in the world in Hansi Flick, uh, the players and the coaching staff. So in addition to the Euros in 2020, now a casualty of this, another one that recently just got announced was that the Tokyo Olympics would be postponed to 2021. Also, um, in addition to the Copa America and that does still have an impact on a few of the players on our current team. It's kind of sad, but also very inevitable that this was going to happen. Um, you can't have that many players and that many athletes expected to just automatically qualify for all of their respective sports with such little amount of time to prepare in the midst of all of this. But one of the things that some of us, at least in the BFW community, were hoping for was that uh, Thomas Müller might have been able to get a call-up for the German Olympic team because you are allowed three players over the age of 25 to be playing for your national team at the Olympics. Um, For example, Brazil did that with Neymar when he won gold with Brazil in 2016 in Rio de Janeiro. Um, Our hope is that Tom might be able to get that call up, but with it delayed a year and having to put some distance between, um, between that team and uh, that tournament with where it currently lies. Do you think that 
Mueller might never be able to get that chance again to compete for the uh, for the German national team. Well, with the postponement of the Olympics, that obviously really puts that avenue for him in significant jeopardy. Uh, while that is a negative, I think we could also take this as a positive uh, since the Euros have also been postponed. You know, it may be quite some time before uh, Yogi Love has to make a roster selection for Dimanshaf Kamp. And one of the things that could be boding for Thomas Muller is we all know how well he's been performing this season, especially um, since Hansi Flick has cha- taken charge after Niko Kovac left uh, with Bayern. Um, and we'll, you'd have to say that uh, Love has definitely taken notice of that. And it may be in the back of his mind, you know, maybe I can get him back into the fray, get him back into the squad the next time we have a national camp. I'm assuming there will be a period where we do have uh, one or two camps where there'll be friendlies um, in anticipation and in the buildup to the Euros next year or um, perhaps even the Nations League whenever that's going to take place. Um, so while it might be... Um, a negative that the Olympics have been postponed in addition to the Euros. This also gives Mueller um, a, a larger window uh, for both tournaments, or I should say potential involvement in both tournaments. More time to uh, keep impressing with Bayern, you know, in the day of call, Bundesliga, and in the Champions League. Um, when that's going to take place, we still don't know. Uh, a lot of things still need to happen before football matches can be played again at this current juncture, you know, uh, containing this virus, um, flattening the curve for the pandemic and making sure everything is safe again is obviously number one priority, everyone's health and safety. But um, this window just got a lot larger for Thomas Muller and frankly anyone else who uh, Yogi Love might have had his eye on for the German national team. So um, I think that there's a strong possibility, whether it's either the Olympics or the Euros, uh, that Muller will definitely be involved in either one of those. I, I quite frankly don't see a reason why he shouldn't or wouldn't be involved in either of those. If there's one positive that we can be taking away from this, if there's one little bit of happy news that we might be able to see, it's that there are certain people and clubs that are trying to make this effort a lot easier, not only on fans, but those that are directly infected and affected by this virus and the workers at each of the stadiums. Uh, One of those is something that was started by two of Bayern's own players. It's a movement called We Kick Corona. It was started up by Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka. And so far in a couple of days, after just barely recently starting it, they've raised over 2.7 million euro, and they have a lot of interesting names and uh, players, former managers, uh, etc., that have signed on and have donated to help spread awareness for uh, this cause and for what they stand for. Uh, just some of the names include Timo Werner, uh, Nico Kovac, Jonas Hector, Lucas Klostermann, Sebastian Roda, Leroy Sané, Yannick Gerhardt, Mats Hummels, Julian Brandt, Nadia Mamiri, Sead Kolasinac, uh, Julian Draxler, Mitch, Mitch Weiser, uh, Tilo Kerrer, Max Meyer, Lars Stindl, Julian Weigel, Marcel Halstenberg, Eric Dorm, Jonathan Ta, Klaus-Jan Huntelaar, Benjamin Heinrichs, and Benedict Hovides. So... 
as this gains more and more traction, um, we might be able to see a little bit of good out of this. Not to mention just this. In addition to just this movement, the um, the DFB, the uh, German national team, also mentioned that they would be committing money to uh, helping uh, solve this in this uh, this in Germany. So. Uh, would you, would you guess, I guess I would, I would definitely consider this one of the more, um, positive things to come out of this is that, uh, people aren't just taking this lying down. They're really trying to make a conscience, a conscious effort to make this better, um, so just what do you think of that? What do you think of that thought and that uh, sentiment that people are trying to get through this? Yeah, I mean, in addition to the how serious this pandemic is, you know, it's also causing a lot of psychological and physiological torment on people. Um, and you have to remember that there's people out there uh, who are at higher risk, you know, uh, cancer patients receiving different treatments that are very, very expensive. And obviously, uh, the world economy is taking a massive hit uh, from this pandemic. You know, there are people who don't know where their next meal is going to come from. Uh, there's people who don't have a proper home to go to. There's children who have abusive parents. They don't know where to go. They were probably safer in, in a school environment, but obviously all of the schools are closed. Um, and there's been a lot of outcries, you know, whether it's for af athletes uh, political figures, celebrities, uh, what have you, that have all this money and there's this discrepancy, hundreds of thousands of people waiting to get tested who are symptomatic and yet all of these, uh, I guess you could say people who are well off, they're getting tested uh, in nothing flat just because they have the money. So it's good to see that there are people out there, um, especially in Germany, that are giving back uh, and doing what they can to really, you know, try and stop this pandemic as soon as possible. And uh, the We Kick Corona Foundation, it, as you mentioned, has already raised over uh, 3 million euro. Um, and I think it's only been three or four days since uh, Goretzka and Kimmich launched this. Um, I believe they did it uh, live over a, a build or a Sky Sports telecast in Germany. Um, so it's just great to see that it's taken off, you know, everything that it's doing, finding food for people who don't know where their next meal is going to come from, helping financially with, you know, those higher risk patients who have to pay for the medications or cancer treatments, whatever it is. Um, and this is just such a positive thing to see because, as I mentioned, there's just so many people out there that are angry with uh, those people who are financially well off not doing enough to help, you know, flatten this curve and do everything they can to get rid of this pandemic, at least for the time being. Uh, and it's great to see that not only German footballers, but uh, Bayern footballers are taking the lead in that and that so many of their peers, uh, both across Europe and in the Bundesliga, are uh, joining up and helping out when they can. And I hope this thing continues to raise money at the rate it is because it's it's gotten off to a flying start. And I really hope it continues to do so because it's amazing to see. We do a FIFA simulation uh, almost every day. You can look out for the blog posts for it. I run it, I play it, and we buy and sell players. We've already sold Corentin Tolisso, uh, Javi Martinez, and Jerome Boateng. We've already brought in Dayo Upamakano, uh, Leroy Sané, and nobody else of importance. 
because uh, Timo Werner is basically a uh, bench player. He is useless. He is pointless to this team. I don't even know why I bought him. I want to sell him already. Tom, what will you be doing in this uh in this uh, in this quarantine. In addition to that, I'm probably going to be uh, doing a lot of reading, a lot of catching up on uh, on shows that I have missed out. Uh, Mandalorian is definitely one of them. Uh, if you have other ones for me, let me know in the comments. Uh, but Tom, what are you doing? Any just basically anything uh, to keep my mind um, busy um, and just looking at the concept of kinesiology. Just just keeping moving. I, I even find myself you know if I do get trapped thinking about you know the what ifs and the worst case scenarios uh, regarding this this pandemic you know uh, I believe the word would be like psychosomatic you know um, as I mentioned we've been deep cleaning the gym I work at for the past week you know we've been dealing with a lot of dust I have been wearing face masks but inevitably the dust will make you a little sniffly and congested and sneezed you know so it it's sometimes it's very easy to get wrapped up in the fact that, oh, you sneeze, you know, you think you might have worst case scenario and you might be infecting people when in reality, there's plenty of things that could happen to you that are just um, isolated. And that doesn't mean that if you sneeze or if you cough once uh, or if you have like itchy eyes or, you know, a slightly sore throat that you do have this virus. So anything where I'm moving around, you know, keeping my mind busy keeps keeps me focused on something. I would actually say that uh, I, ever since this has, um, or I should say ever since work has been closed, so for me that's Monday evening, so just uh, a couple of days ago at the time of recording, have written an article every day, making sure I'm getting in an, uh, a workout every day, uh, lots of running outside, which is very nice. I find that when I get into a solid groove on like a, a two or a three mile run, I kind of just like my, my mind just like goes into deep places. I'm remembering things that happened like 10 years ago, you know, 11 years ago. I'm like, why am I remembering like, you know, moves I made in this soccer game or how I did in one track race in high school. And I'm like, oh, apparently that's where my brain is going right now. And you know, when it does that, it makes the time go by a little bit quicker. Um, and then I would say now that I have a weekend upon me and I have a little bit more free time, definitely a lot of FIFA 20. Um, I would say if anyone is listening, like drop comments for like show recommendations. I would say with like music and shows, I'm too much of a creature of habit. Like I've been watching office reruns at night and Peaky Blinders as well because those are just like two of my favorite shows ever. Um, I do have an Amazon Prime Video subscription, so I know that there's a lot of uh, good stuff on there that I could probably be utilizing a lot more during this period, so definitely um, open to hearing recommendations of what's out there. Uh, the other night I watched that movie, She's Out of My League. Uh, that's a really funny movie. I'm a big TJ Miller fan. I think he's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so I've pretty much just been generally keeping busy. Um, and also uh, another big point I want to advocate to people whenever the opportunity presents itself just to try and stay positive when you're conversing with with others uh, and staying optimistic, especially if it's not, you know, someone who's a family member, just any little thing you can do to kind of keep someone in the right mindset, you know, it kind of could have the butterfly effect in that sense. You know, if you, um, you know, say something nice to someone or say, hey, keep your heads up, we're going to get through this, 
you know, human resiliency is going to uh, persevere in this time, anything like that, you know, that might in effect change the way that they speak with someone else later on in their day or later on down the, down the road. And, you know, it can only just, um, no, you know, no pun intended, be that contagious in, in that, in that effect. So, um, definitely if you get the opportunity, spread optimism, spread hope like fire. That's actually a direct quote from angels and airwaves. If anyone listens out there, they have a song where they say spread hope like fire. It's called secret crowds. Everyone needs to go and listen to angels and airwaves now. Uh, but yeah, so just keeping busy, man, and keeping a positive mindset. I think those are the two most important things, uh, during this difficult time. And, uh, who knows, maybe we'll record another episode in that time too. Cause this is, this is definitely, uh, you know, good fun and keeping my mind off of everything that's going on. Yeah, everybody, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Be there for each other. Help each other. We're all going to get through this. Be sure to call your grandparents, call the elderly, make sure that they know that they are being taken care of. Be sure to check in on everybody that you know that struggles with their health, uh, either physically or mentally or spiritually, because at the end of the day, we are all from the same human community. We are all, at least all of us that listen to this, we are all from the same Byron community, and it's easier to fight this thing together than it is to fight it by ourselves because the more people that we have working on this, the happier we're all going to be that we get to see what the world is like at the end of this. When we all get to come out of our homes at the end of how many weeks or maybe even months of quarantine that we've all had to do and see the sun and the bright days ahead at the very end. So be safe, and we will see you later. We will try to put out more episodes of this, whatever the subject matter will be. We don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe both of us decide to start watching one of the TV shows that you recommend, and we both just ramble on about that for 30 minutes. I don't know. Um, Whatever you want to recommend go ahead and drop it. If there's something that you want us to try to do, produce in an episode that's reasonable, uh, let us know, and maybe we'll try to accommodate to that. But everybody stay strong, stay together, and until next time, we will see you later when everything, hopefully, will be better. Auf Wiedersehen.